Welcome in to Morningside Hoops. We are back for another season. It is your hosts, Aaliyah Funchell and Kyle Matrician. Hello. How are you, Kyle? Aaliyah, I'm great. I'm How so are you? excited. Are you? Yes. I mean, like, I know we host the football podcast, which yes. I love. Yes. But I was talking, I think, on that podcast that this podcast, it's like something that we created last year that right. we're so proud of and that, like, we kind of, we got to choose the name together. That's right. But no, I'm just, I'm excited because I think, I don't remember if we chose the name on while we were recording last year or if it were after, but I just remember sitting in the Lou Gehrig Lounge. We were right over there. Yeah, just like going back and forth between Mm -hmm. names, and we landed Mm -hmm. on Morningside Hoops. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know. I think we were bouncing all over the place. It was like (laughs) Columbia Hoops. We... We just yeah, we, it could be, that could be a whole another podcast about yeah. how we came up with the name of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, but it's it's just cool th- yeah. to be back. So it's cool to be back. It's cool to be back. And this week, we are kicking it off whoop, whoop. <laughs> with the two head coaches. Yeah, we're going to talk to the women's basketball head coach Megan Griffith, coming off the best season in program history last year, twenty five and seven, twelve and two in the league. Went to the third, or the sorry, the national quarterfinals of the WNIT. Wow. Passed the third round in yep. dramatic fashion over Boston College. Doesn't that just feel like it was yesterday? A little bit watching really, that comeback against really Boston does. College in that gym and the fans storming the court. That, it was so like, much fun, but it, it literally was. felt like no time has passed. It really, honestly. yeah. Probably because yeah. I was here a lot over the summer, but <laughs> like really, like I, I don't know. It just. Also, it's like a good sign because we were playing pretty late in a basketball season. So yes. very fortunate for that. But I mean, we had to be one of like eight or 16 teams left playing basketball yeah. at that point. And that's no matter what yeah. tournament it's in, that's a, a high honor. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, that was 100%. exciting. 100%. So I think, you know, they were picked second in the preseason poll and rightfully so after finishing second last year and making the Ivy League championship game for the first time. But this year, I you know, I think they all secretly know. We all secretly know what they're thinking about this year. Yeah. And we won't even say it. Nope. If you're a listener. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. If so you don't know. Then you need to never get know. with the program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm excited to talk to Coach G first. And then, of course, men's basketball as right. well. Like That's I know, right. I know that team pretty well. And they've just been putting up. So much work in on the off season. I see them on their Instagrams all the time, just getting reps in. So shout out to uh, he's going to be working with our multimedia staff, uh, Matt. I'm going to butcher your last name. What is it, Aliyah? It begins with an I R. I don't know. Rostowski. Yeah, he has Sorry, been. Uh, he's been killing it. He's been killing yeah, it on the men's basketball Instagram. Very much been. so. So shout talented. out to him. Shout so. out to him. There's just going to be a lot, like a, like you said, a lot of buzz around the programs, around basketball, on mm-hmm. social, on campus. So and I I'm know excited. on the men's side that the coaching staff, I think this recruiting class that's in here this year was a ranked recruiting class. Wow. Uh, so And I know a, a lot of the coaches and a lot of the people that are close to the men's basketball program are very excited to see how those guys compete this year and how they mm-hmm. mesh with the existing players. I will say, Aaliyah, last year I think they were – in my opinion, remember that first weekend they played at Penn and Princeton mm-hmm. and they were beating Princeton at halftime. Yeah. And then the second half, uh, they wound up losing the game. But then the next day you think, uh oh, and then the next day they go and they beat Penn. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, wow. Like what they st- they had that one in one start in mm-hmm. Ivy League play on the road. Opened some eyeballs a little bit. Yeah. And it wound up for one reason or another, just not really ultimately meshing during yeah. the Ivy League season. 
but I think this year they're going to be home a bunch of times during the non-conference season. I think that goes a huge way, a long way in terms of building chemistry between all these different guys when they can, you know, play and practice in the same gym a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. They're yeah. they're very athletic individually. They're high basketball IQs. So I am excited to see, you know, last year a lot of the the guys were new and so those guys are now returning. They can bring back their wisdom to the new the freshman class. So just very talented individuals and I'm excited to see them this year and how they mesh and play as a team. And if Jaden Cooper can throw sound, throw down some dunks like he did in the <laughs> dunk contest during that basketball would be great. mania, <laughs> I mean, that'll really get people on their feet. Yes, yes, that was awesome. Yes. So I'm excited. I didn't – a little quick snippet. I was standing on the baseline. I <laughs> thought he was just getting ready – during basketball mania to like prepare for his second dunk. Yeah. I was like standing probably too <laughs> close to the court. Yeah. And I just was like looking at my phone, getting ready to record whatever dunk he was about to do. I thought he was going like, to go back out to the center of the court. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I look over and he's getting ready to run. And I take like a step back and then he go, <laughs> he goes right across me, catches it off the side of the backboard and dunks it. And I was like, thank you. Whoever was just looking out for me. In That's my brain hilarious. to tell me to take a step back so that yeah. <laughs> I did not just get truck sticked in the middle of this <laughs> basketball court in front of all these people. That would have been so funny. No, oh, no offense. That would have been. Yeah. Oh, no. It would have been funny for you. Yes, but yeah, that wouldn't and have been good. And lots of other people. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope someone was recording and we yes. could have yeah, gone viral. All, oh, that's <laughs> not how I want to go viral, Leah. Although, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's true. That was true. a fun time, though. That was. So that I'm was. glad you took a step back. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of taking a step back, let's take a step back right now. You, good love, one. you love what I did right there. Good, good one. <laughs> good transition. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to throw it to a break. But when we come back, our very first guest of the Season two of Morningside Hoops is going to be head coach Megan Griffith of the Columbia women's basketball team right after this. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome back to our first episode of the 2022-23 season of the Morningside Hoops podcast. And our first, our very first guest, Leah, <laughs> of this new season is none other than Columbia Women's Basketball Head Coach Megan Griffith. Coach, good to see you at the podcast table again. Kyle, it is a pleasure <laughs> to be here. Yes. Aaliyah, I'm Aaliyah. excited to catching up. Thank you. I'm so excited. Can you believe it's back? It's here. It probably already felt <laughs> like it's been back because we had the foreign tour, which we'll talk about a little bit, and uh-huh. we now you had the whole preseason training camp, mm-hmm. but... It almost it probably feels like can you believe the season is finally here? Yeah, uh, there is that element of surprise still or shock. I don't know what you call it. Excitement. There's the even just talking about it right now. I'm like getting like, you know, like your pregame jitters, like excitement for like stepping on the floor, hearing your national anthem, all that stuff. Like I just think there's the beauty in competing. And, you know, there's been this past month where we've been competing against ourselves for so long that our team's ready to go out and battle against somebody else. 
And speaking of battling against somebody else, this Monday night at Memphis, the team leaves on Sunday to head down to Tennessee. I spent I spent two years there, Leah. Not Did nowhere really? near Memphis. Oh. <laughs> nowhere near Memphis. A solid eight hours away. Mm. Um, the central time zone. Yeah. Different part of Tennessee. Mm. But uh, going to take on a good Memphis team. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if there's a bad team on this non-conference schedule, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about Memphis first, Coach. Uh, what do you? I mean, I'm sure you've gotten into them a little bit by yep. now. Uh, like, what kind of test do you think that team is going to provide your team right off the bat? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think watching Memphis from last year and understanding, you know, every year these a lot of teams have the opportunity to reinvent themselves. So that's and this is you know Coach Merriweather's second year now. So you know Katrina's brought in some new players. There's obviously transfers that are going to be there which is what you're going to see almost with every team that we play this year. Um, so there's going to be a different version of themselves, but, you know, we've done a really good job of watching and listening and trying to figure out um, what we think they're going to be able to, you know, put together for us. So, you know, we're expecting a team that's going to that's gonna want to play some in-your-face defense um, and be really aggressive on that side of the ball. Um, also, they're returning their leading scorer amongst some other players that played some valuable minutes. So we kind of have an idea and a feel of what they're going to run, but – um, you know, expecting a dogfight. This is opening night in their gym. That's you right. Know? And that's something that we're we're ready to embrace. And you guys are going to be on the road a lot during this non-conference season. But mm -hmm. I feel like uh, when you're a program that's on the rise like that, especially when you're a mid-major program, uh, a lot of teams don't want to come to you. And it's probably difficult to even get to play some of these teams. Uh, and your non-conference schedule came out in September. And I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast has looked it over, seen it by now. But we'll kind of run over it again. Seven potential games against NCAA tournament teams from last year. Mm -hmm. Three te three games against postseason WNIT qualifiers from last year. And eight matchups against teams that finished inside the net top 100, which we know is very important when it comes mm -hmm. to potential at-large selections <laughs> into the NCAA <laughs> tournament. It's very important to get those net yeah. top 100 games. So Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you've touched on it with many people throughout the last month and a half, two months. Yeah. But this non-conference schedule as a whole, I mean, this has got to be – that schedule was put in place specifically for this team. Absolutely, 100%. You know, it's uh, the best teams out there, they play against the best teams. So, you know, this was a purposely scheduled calendar for our team that can handle it, a team that's played together now for a full season um, and some change. And, you know, we're just excited to attack each game one by one um, and embrace all those challenges because we're going to learn a lot too. You know, by no means is this, is this team right now a finished product. You know, we're not just saying, hey, yeah, we peaked last year. It's scary the potential that this program could have. Um, we figure it all out. So looking forward to attacking each one. Yeah. Do you do you think you guys have like a chip on your shoulder this year? I mean, I feel like you always play <laughs> like you do and always yeah. have something to prove. But even yeah. more so this year, do you do you have that chip on your shoulder? Yeah. How are you approaching it? Yes, I do. I think that there's like you know we're kind of trying to embrace like playing with an edge. You know, not just as it's our program mantra or mantra, but helping our players understand too, like we still are somewhat of an underdog, right? It's, um, you know, we haven't quite done the, all the things that we wanted to yet, and there's still much, much left to be accomplished. And for them to understand, like, you got to go out and get it, you know? And it's it's still about proving people wrong, you know, because a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you haven't done this, you haven't done that, and that's fine. You know, we got to embrace that um, and, and, you know, come together and make that make us even stronger. How do you guys balance that, like, between – being the underdog, but then also you guys can hang with these schools, these mm -hmm. non-conference schedule. Like it's hard, but you guys are a great team. So how mm -hmm. do you balance having that underdog mentality saying we still have so much to mm -hmm. prove, but also telling your players we belong here. We belong to play with these, you know, NCAA tournament mm -hmm. teams. 
Yeah. I think it's reminding them of like the work they've done, right? Like I just I'm a big believer in like trusting the work you've done, trust your process, run your own race and not looking over your shoulder too much. Um and so just hey, you know, we out of all the teams we played or we're going to play this year, I believe there might only be one that played as long as we did in the NCAA tournament, right? Including um, and then obviously Seton Hall played a little bit longer than us, which <laughs> we'll get to eventually. Uh, but, you know, so we, we also got the most experience last year, you know, and that's something to remind them of. It's like, hey, we've been here. Like, we know what it takes. You have beaten these teams or these hopeful NCAA tournament teams or teams that um, and you've played against and really good teams that made deep runs. So it's just reminding them again of the work they've done, but also keeping them hungry and keeping them edgy for what's to come. I'll ask you a little bit of a of a hot seat <coughs> question that I thought you were going to be asked on uh, Ivy League Media Day, but nobody mm -hmm. brought it up to my surprise. Okay. Um, does this team, you think, during the non-conference season have that one hump that we all in, in, in the back of their mind that they still need to get over? Is that still in the back of their mind, you think, during non-conference? Is that what we're preparing for? Or do you think it's just one game at a time yeah you know yeah. is that or is that more the mentality uh honestly i don't think it's one game at a time I, I really think it's just like every day it's like how do we show up every day for each other for this program and for the greater mission that we're on um and that's where like i'm i've always been a detail-oriented person but even more so this year are we demanding that they understand and hold themselves to those details and those standards right but one thing that we've been saying a lot in the program is like this defend the standard defend the standard right you've earned that that this prefer this pressure you're feeling is a privilege right mm -hmm. so let's defend that let's not defend the easy thing right let's not defend okay if somebody can't get a play right or somebody's not getting to a rotation like we're not defending that person in this moment we're defending the standard and and that's that's the respect that each person in this program deserves and we're not looking ahead uh, of all these games on this non-conference schedule. But if you had to pick one game, like one trip maybe even on this non-conference schedule mm -hmm. that you're looking forward to, not so much for the opponent, but just looking forward to for the trip, Yeah. Uh, like what game do you think that would be? <laughs> I mean, I think it's Miami, right? Okay, yeah, yeah that's got to be a yeah. Let's get yep, some yep, sunshine yep. in our lives. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been beautiful up here too. That's been awesome. This fall has not been a typical fall. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm definitely looking forward to the Iowa trip, you know, getting a chance to bring Sienna home, yeah. um, who has such a large following has been so much to this program. Um, that's, that's like why you do this, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you do this for the people that you love. And, um, so I'm really excited for her to get to go home and get that opportunity. But I think we're all looking forward to Miami too. And you're going to Iowa to play the team that went the furthest last absolutely, year. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's the Iowa thing. State. We needed to play a top 10 program. Yeah. You know, so this is a great opportunity for us to be in a big arena, play a team that draws really well, that um, has, you know, returning an All-American, AP All-American. Um, so it's just, it's it's great. It's a great chance for us to be on a national stage and, and try to make some noise. And we talked about it a little bit before the podcast started, but class-wise, when you look at this roster, such a senior upperclassman laden team but we talked about a little bit off the podcast where still not as many years of basketball experience or at least mm -hmm. experience on this team yep. as uh one looking at the roster may assume mm -hmm. uh so that being said who do you think during preseason training camp has kind of hit the growth button this year from you know maybe august to the start of the season mm-hmm uh, that's a great question. I, you know, I think all of them in their own ways, but um, one player in particular I think has been Hannah Pratt. Um, she just she looks like a senior now. She yeah. just looks like she's walking around like a senior. She's the confidence of a senior. Um, she's eager like a senior in terms of like I'm not wasting time, not like counting my days, but mm -hmm. more of a like no, like this is my time. 
And I love that. I love that confidence that she has right now. Uh, also, I think Abby Shoes taking a really big step in terms of like, just like on floor leadership, demanding more from her teammates, holding people to the high standard. Um, so our South Florida combo, I would, That's I right. would recognize. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna when you said Hannah, as soon as you said Hannah Pratt, I was like, yep, a hundred percent. I have to agree. Not that mm -hmm. I've not that I've seen too yeah. much uh, preseason practice this year, but you watch, just right? you just see it on the court. I mean, I feel like I saw it when we were in Morocco and Spain, and mm -hmm. I was watching her play in those games. Yeah. Right. Granted, against lesser competition, but watching Hannah Pratt over there, I was like, okay, like yeah. this. You know, feels it feels like okay, she's she's taken over a little bit this year. Totally. So, who yeah. else um, do you think has really stepped up leadership wise, even off the court? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep con I'll keep nodding Abby for that. I think that Abby is a player that is a little bit on the more introverted side, um, but I think she's really like embraced just like being who she is and like is not a you know, there's no like holding back of that anymore. I think she's just like on authentically herself all the time, mm -hmm. which I love. And it's like she's got this quirky, goofy humor that I think her teammates <laughs> love and um, we all do as a staff. And then also I think, um, you know, you, you're seeing a lot of other players grow up in their own way, but I would definitely Abby. And then, you know, Lil hasn't necessarily taken like a huge step, but like she's back and she's healthy. And mm -hmm. I've been really proud of her because Lil was our captain last year. Un like undoubtedly, like everybody voted for her. And then this year it was just so obvious that she was our, like our our like vocal leader. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've just been really proud of her for like her, her approach to coming back to being healthy. And, and so you're going to see a lot more from Lil this season, which I'm, I'm thrilled about. Yeah. I'm excited too. She's just consistent. Yes. It's yeah. something that yeah. I've realized with her too. Yeah. Shows up the same for you every day. You mm -hmm. can, you know what you're getting from Lil. I feel like too, she's the kind of person and you have a lot of people on the team now that are like that, that have just clearly identified within themselves, like their, role and responsibility on this team, mm -hmm. right? And they do, like, I, I feel like sometimes players try to play, especially when they're freshmen and sophomores, they try to, like, not even just play, but outside of basketball, like, be beyond what they are and be beyond themselves, right? Absolutely. And they try to do too much, Absolutely. right? Where it's, like, so much more valuable to have somebody, uh, hypothetically speaking, that you say, I need you to go in there and I need you to rebound, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And they come down with 10 rebounds, and that's so much better than trying to go in there and do, yeah, everything. you know, yeah, trying to do everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's hard for some players, right? Like, that's the beauty of this game is, like, this game is complicated, and there's, like, and it's simple, too. Like, it is. It's just a game. Like, you put the ball in the basket, you know? <laughs> you, get, you get some stops, put the ball in the basket. But, like, it's – there's so many things that, you know, with a versatile team like we have, like, you can affect the game in so many ways. And, like, I think, like, to your point, Lil has done such a great job of just establishing where she's, like, super confident, can be reliable, Um and that's that's something our team has embraced really well. Like she's great at you know knowing what her role is. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then before we let you go, mm -hmm. I do want to talk about uh, you know the follow. It's kind of like following up from last year and the buzz on campus about mm -hmm. this team. Yeah, and kind of what this team did, especially toward the end of last season, in terms of the buzz for basketball on this campus. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that showed a little bit during basketball mania. Yeah, I feel like that carried over because yeah. I think f in terms of a basketball mania crowd this year was kind of the biggest one I've seen since I've been here for sure. I've never seen one. Well, I'm yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm like so looking at you. Hosting yeah. Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. Oh gosh. Tremendous. Host that was uh, unexpected. I found out that morning. Oh, wow. I've been doing that. So it was fun <laughs> hey. though. It was fun. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Found out. That morning. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> she was on standby and she came through. Yeah, I did. But um, no, that was fun though, because I just feel like I know the team so mm. well. Um, so it was fun to like interact with them and, see Hannah win the three-point competition. That's right. And, you know. mm -hmm. That's right. So. 
but anyways yeah the yeah. buzz around campus the buzz like around, it's, yeah even on social social media too like it's just i feel like especially like someone like me who last year was my first year like seeing it progress from before i got to campus to now it's just crazy to see like how much respect and buzz is around the program mm-hmm. yeah well it's you know I, like again i tip my hats to our kids like our players um and my staff like they do to work so hard to so that like we can free ourselves up to to be visible and to you know and for me too like my staff works really hard so that i can go do these other things like you know i can go go out and be at other sporting events or talk to people or do you know um i just think it's like an all hands on deck mentality and no matter where you stand on the totem pole like it's like you know job is less than the other um and i think our players like they have done such a great job at like integrating themselves in the Columbia community, like whether that's with students and their peers, yeah. their professors, or just people that like are in the neighborhood. It's it's really special. Like they are highly visible in this community. And, mm-hmm. and like last year I'd walk around like the greater Harlem um, community and, and like people would like knew who I was, which I thought was so bizarre, like in regular <laughs> street, street clothes. Like I'm not in anything Columbia, which I am 90% of my time. Uh, <laughs> I hear you, you know? And so that was really special. Like I, I just, a huge credit to, to everybody involved in our program for doing such hard work and promoting us. And, you know, we can't do it alone. So absolutely. We're just proud. Everybody's all in. All yeah. In. Uh, I feel like that was such an untapped kind of market hundred percent for fans. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, before I got here, and before mm-hmm. you got here, oh, before you returned here, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was like the local community of people because you get so much foot traffic, and mm-hmm. y- if you're if the players are out there, and I know they've been out there in the community for the past few, you know, they've been d- they've been doing things in the community since you've been here, but it's kind of really taken it on over the last couple of years with their allyship campaign, mm-hmm. and this year. Uh, spoiler alert, during the games, we're going to be highlighting uh, some of the black-owned businesses in the area that the team wants mm-hmm. to highlight and support. And these are businesses that, some businesses, which you all have interacted with, mm-hmm. you know, whether and, and use, yeah. uh, like for your pregame meals, some yep. of these businesses yep, yep. and, mm-hmm. and th- uh, businesses that you've worked with with clothing drives and yep. just like uh, in the community. So, like I said, it just I felt like that was such an untapped market. And it's so awesome to hear you say, like, you're out there. And then they're just like, there's coach Megan Griffin. Yeah. Well, that's that's like women's basketball in general. They are always the leader in, you know, activism or mm-hmm. things like that. So your your team really does embody that with their activism efforts, community service, and I think mm-hmm. that's exactly what women's basketball is. Like WNBA college now at the college level. So I'm excited yeah. for what they do. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. And there'll be, you know, I think bigger turnouts and bigger crowds this year. Yeah. And that's something I think that so. we're gonna welcome with open arms, that's for sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um I do have a couple. I guess I do have a couple more things. I know I said oh. last thing before I let you go last time, <laughs> but that was a lie. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about a couple more things that happened during the preseason, uh, sure. leading up, you know, news-related items more so, but obviously being picked second in the mm-hmm. Ivy League preseason poll, uh, a direct reflection, I think, of last year. Um, so how did you feel about, first of all, it's probably maybe a short answer, but how did you feel about being picked second? You think that just showed the respect that all the other coaches in the league have for this team, granted what you did last season? Well, I don't think our coaches Oh, no, vote. not the coaches, yeah, the media members. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yes. uh, to me, it's like every year and since I've been a part of this league from a player now, they just pick how you finish. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the so most part. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just don't know how much thought was even yeah. given that's to it. Yeah. That's say. fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. But, it, but honestly, like, we should have been picked second. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like we still have to prove ourselves. And I could care less where we're picked because to me, it's about how you finish. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm great. Pick a second. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yep. And then uh, the other news-related item, Abby Shue being named to the Becky Hammond preseason watch list yeah. uh, by her hoop stats. I mean, 
hopefully not the only uh, watch list. You know, some of these uh, associations, whether they be the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, the WBCA, mm -hmm. uh, the Her Hoop Stats, they, they kind of have these preseason watch lists. But I thought this was a pretty good one and really fitting for Abby based on the season she had last year. 100%. Um, like, you know, I know we kind of joke about this, but, like, I just can't believe that she was picked second team all league in our conference. That's, you know, and th the coaches do pick that. There, so there, there you go. They can. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just think from a st statistic standpoint and not just um, like in our league, but like from a national s scale. I mean, she's one of the best shooters in the country yes. and that shouldn't be ignored. And for us to go 12 and two last year and her be a second team kid. And, and you know, it's just it is what it is. The truth comes out eventually. So. Um, she's going to have a great year. I'm excited for her to see what she does this season. Maybe she'll play with a chip on her shoulder this yeah. year, Leah. What do you think? Oh, yeah. After that. Definitely. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Our coach will play with the chip for her. Coach will coach <laughs> with the chip. <laughs> you don't have to ask me to do that, Kyle. You know me. That's You're getting that no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, something that just came out, or something that we just put out yesterday, but was announced last week by USA Basketball, one of your former mm -hmm. players, Camille Zimmerman, Absolutely. Uh, being selected to play on the three-on-three -three America roster. I mean, how yeah. awesome is that? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing for her. I mean, she is the epitome of, like, hard work and, like, putting your mind to something. I've never met a young woman at, at the age at the time that I met Camille was able to have influence in her life, like, that was so determined to extend her basketball career in any meaningful way. And this was, like, a long-shot goal of hers from, like, rewind a couple months ago. And for her to, like, get to this point and have this moment and play this weekend out of Miami with some really talented players. I'm just so proud of her. Um, and she's just, like, a true reflection of, like, trusting the process, which to me speaks even louder of, like, the character of her, but also how she believed in this place. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's, it's really cool because a player like that, like, she comes back all the time and she's just like, wow, like, this team, like, it's so much fun to follow. Like, she's, like, still part of the program, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's – it's, like, people like that you just can't not be happy for. Yeah. And this roster she's playing with I is uh, three individuals who just finished their rookie season in WNBA. So mm -hmm. that's, uh, you know. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it is. It is. Yeah. Um, she belongs, though. She belongs. Yeah. It's always 100%. 100%. Um, all right, Coach. Last thing now before <laughs> I let you go. Um, in one word, yeah. what is the motto, the mantra? It does, I guess one phrase. I'll give you a phrase. Uh, this season for this team. Edge. I know Edge. We know <laughs> it's always That's Edge. Forever. It's That's forever. It's forever. Edge forever. It is. Edge but what's forever. specific to this team? <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. I'm going to let you think about that. Okay. Okay. Nope. I've got it. I didn't need it. Do you need to think, Leah? Yeah, I need to think. I don't know. What? what? Saturday. got to play for Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Okay. Because that's the championship yeah before selection sunday is well that that's that's i'm that's, confused that's, the that's what day the championship final is of the ivy league tournament okay yeah so because it's a tournament friday saturday gotcha every so day year, is saturday every day every is saturday day is, okay i like that all right nice i'm gonna yeah. be undefeated on saturdays this year love that there we go every day saturday every day saturday i like that i like it coach i like it all right well that was head coach <laughs> megan griffith joining us as we said the lions begin their challenging but fun non-conference season uh, on Monday, which may be today, the day you're listening to this podcast, down at Memphis. The game tips at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time, and you can catch that game live on ESPN+. Plus. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to be speaking to Columbia men's basketball head coach Jim Angles right after this. Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. 
with state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. All right, welcome back. Part two of this week's, our week one episode, Aaliyah of the 2022-2023 season of the Morningside Hoops podcast. We're now joined by men's basketball head coach Jim Angles. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thanks, guys. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. It's good, good to see you. Good to be back. I know you were just down in the gym doing photos. How's, how's photo? How was it? Did you? How, I mean, I saw the new uniforms. Yeah, they look good, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't know if we want to spoil anything. No. <laughs> no. It, was, it, was good. it was good to uh, make sure that they all fit. So I think, yes. I think got, the guys were happy. And all the correct numbers are on the jerseys. Yes, they are. Okay, that's no good. No misspellings on the back. <laughs> no mis no misspellings <laughs> on the back. So that is a good thing. Uh, Coach, again, we appreciate you coming on this podcast. Uh, I know one of the really exciting things that I've heard some buzz around campus, some buzz around the program this year with your program is this incoming class, this group of freshmen that you have combined with the group of sophomores, a lot of young guys on this team. Uh, I've had the you know fortunate opportunity to kind of sneak in on some of your practices there and see what's going on but talk to us about the youth the youth movement on this team right now uh yeah i mean the guys have been, uh, been doing a good job you know having four freshmen um it should be fun trying to implement them into what we're trying to accomplish uh we had you know we still have a really young team from last year so these guys coming back uh, have been able to get some good experience from playing last year so they've been able to help these four freshmen uh, just with the general structure of what we're trying to accomplish. So it's the guy's been great. Competitive guys uh, have been very competitive in practice. You know, they're very excited about starting the season and uh, we're looking forward to it. And uh, if you could, you don't have to, eh, if you want to single out a guy or single out of groups, but I always like to ask coaches uh, through that preseason training camp. I always feel like there's one or two players that kind of like from the time you started preseason training to the time you get to the start of the season have like really shown a lot of growth, you know, really shown a lot of potential, maybe even surprised you a little bit through preseason. So who, who would be that guy or, you know, maybe a few guys if you want, if you can't single one person for you? Uh, you know, I think a lot of the guys have done, they've really, I think the improvement has been pretty dramatic from, for a lot of the young kids that came back. So it's been uh, just physically, I think they just look a lot older and they've been able to, to get into all the different things that, um, because of their experience now. So it, they've, you know, they've really been, uh, really been a good, they've really, really helped our, our younger guys, like I said, and then the young guys have been good. You know, it's, uh, we're just trying to build a chemistry and a connectivity with all the different, with different lineups and all the different people we have on the roster now. So, um, you know, I like some of the things we see, and then obviously we're trying to learn as much as possible. So it's going to be a little bit of a process for us. And 
the season uh, starts Monday night, which is probably the night you're listening to this podcast right now. Uh, November 7th at Rutgers, who, you know, the season is kind of starting off in a little bit of a big way there in Piscataway against a team that's receiving votes in the top 25 poll, uh, going to the rack to play Rutgers. Uh, are you lo looking forward to that? Yeah, it's going to be fun to get out there. Uh, you know, I love the local games. I love playing at the, the rack to me. You know, I live in Jersey, so being in uh, uh, when we've had a chance to play against the local teams like Rutgers, Seton Hall, St. John's, it's always good because uh, you know those are the guys that you're basically competing against from an from a um, from an area standpoint. So um, yeah, it's going to be a tough game for us. Obviously, they're a very experienced team. They have a, a lot of expectations for them as well. So. Um, you know, I'm just excited to get the guys out there. You know, I think the place is sold out now, so it'll be a really good wow. experience for the yeah. young guys and for the team. You know, I don't think we really played in front of a lot of people last year uh, due to COVID. So mm -hmm. this will be they'll, they'll be jumping right into it with this. What is uh, like yeah, I, I feel like the non-conference season, especially as you're preparing for the Ivy League season, there's there's some things you want to kind of see out of your team to build to that point where you're competing and winning games in the Ivy League. So, like, especially early in the non-conference season, what, what, are, what are, like, a few of those goals for your team in those few early games? Uh, yeah, a lot of it is really just building the consistency now. Um, it's uh, putting together different game plans and um, different lineups, uh, just trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be able to perform in different positions and different spots. Um, you know, we've had a couple of scrimmages that I thought have been very productive for us. So we're trying to learn from them. But honestly, the games will be, the, you know, when the games, are, the real games will be the time where we can really learn a lot from the team. Yeah, I was talking to Noah a little bit, a little bit ago just about them individually. They've all been working hard in the off season, But how have they been coming together? How have they been gelling so far? Uh, they've done a really good job. Yeah, myself and the staff are really happy with all the, I mean, They've, they've come in, and it's been an unbelievable attitude, great work ethic by everybody, um, just a, you know, a really good learning environment for all of them, and they've really accepted a lot of the different things that have been, uh, that have been thrown towards, towards them. Uh, you know, we've done a lot of good things from a team-building standpoint. We've had a lot of different people come in and speak to the team, which I think has been impactful, and I think that stuff is all added up on the court up to this point. What's your uh, message to the, to the fan base, you know, the supporters of this team for this season? Uh, you know, as they, as they, you know, look forward to the to these home games. I mean, you guys have a, a good amount of home games during the non-conference season, which is really nice. Yeah, well, so this is the first year we've been able to – we, we've uh, we've been able to – we've played a lot of guarantee games. Yeah. Um, so we've been able to, to get a, get rid of a couple of them and add a couple of home games, which – so this will be the most home games we've had in one season since I've been here, which wow. obviously is a, is a big thing for us from a recovery standpoint and also just being at home. Um so, you know, I think uh, that lends itself to obviously um, with the league, you know, getting the non-conference and then that should lead into the league. Hopefully it should help us build some sort of momentum as we start to go into the conference. Um, so it's an exciting point for that. You know, just playing in front of the, the Lion faithful is always, you know, it's always an unbelievable opportunity for everybody. What would you say is your team mantra this year? Something that you're really, really focusing in on? Uh, a lot of it is just, you know, it's, from an internal standpoint, it's just building sort of a mindset for the guys, uh, being able to transition into different things. And, uh, you know, basketball is obviously a, a, it's a quick sport. And I think a, way, a lot of the things that have gone on with basketball up to this point have been become positionless. So it's really getting guys to be able to play different positions and um, respond to just through the flow of the game as quickly as possible. And we, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier with Coach Griffith, but the basketball mania crowd this year, I thought, 
was incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the buzz around campus right now for basketball season is maybe you know maybe like it's never been before. Uh, you know, how much does that excite you that the campus and the Columbia community is starting to like rally around its student athletes? Yeah, I think they've always rallied around the student athletes since I've been here. So I you know it's I think it's just a continuation. I just think people haven't been around due to COVID. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it was you good. think. Do you think that COVID, uh, you know, it, it, is that is that that's part of it for you? Is that people haven't been able to go out and do anything, and now that COVID is ending or it has ended, uh, and people are able to come back out and be in the crowd and be at these type of events? You think like that's kind of leading itself to what we've seen? Uh, well, I thought the committee did a great job of, um, you know, I know they spent a lot of time putting the the, the night together, and uh, so I think they did an unbelievable job of of making sure that it was all organized. Um, so. You know, I was the response was awesome. You know, we basically almost had both sides filled, which was I thought was terrific. The guys had a wonderful time, a great time, and um, it was it was really inspiring to see everybody back. So, uh, you know, we obviously are always expecting big crowds here. And Jaden Cooper, talk to me about those dunks and that dunk contest. Yeah, <laughs> he made pulling any of those in the games, yeah, coach. Yeah, Jaden was great. Yeah, he's he was. Uh, I didn't realize he, he got he got pretty hyped up. So it was yeah, pretty special <laughs> to see some of those things he was able to do. Yeah, and I saw thought something that was really cool during Basketball Mania was, uh, and I, his name is escaping me, but uh, the new uh, signee or recruit you have on your team, and I believe is from the Team Impact organization. Is that correct? So why don't you talk to us about about him? Yeah, Jarrell is part Jarrell. of the, uh, Jarrell's part of the Team Impact. Um, as you said, it's it's a uh, charity that uh, got involved with us over the summer. So we've tried it. It's because of all the different things that have happened over the summer. We've been trying to get him up to campus. So he's been with the team a couple of times, but that was really the first time he was able to experience almost like a game-like setting. So it was a lot of fun for him. I know his sister and his mom were in the crowd. Um, they're, his father was at the Nick game, as a matter of fact, I think. So oh, they're, that's they're awesome. huge. Yeah, they're huge basketball fans. And uh, he, had a, he had a blast. And I think the team really had a fun time with him as well. So it was really fun to do for us. Um, you know, he'll be around a lot. So if you see him around, make sure everybody, you know, says a little. That's awesome. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, is, is he planning to come to as many games as, as he possibly can? Yes. Def- yeah. yeah due, due to his schedule and just due to different uh, personal things. But, yes, yes. he's going to try to come as much as possible. Yes. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I thought the crowd really responded really well uh, to that. And then uh, you at Basketball Mania did the little uh, giveaway for every shot that he made in that one-minute span. <laughs> so that was really cool, and I thought that was a really nice thing of you to do, and it was a really good way to get the crowd during Basketball Mania pumped up. Yeah, it was fun because, uh, you know, he, he was sitting on the side, so he really wasn't able to be involved. You know, you could tell he wanted to get on the court. Aww. So <laughs> when he was able to get on the court um, – we had one of our players sort of warm him up, and I was looking over in this out of the side of my eye, and I was yeah, I was looking at him. He wasn't making any layups, <laughs> so I was a little hesitant. I was like, man, I don't, <laughs> don't want to put him out there in front of all these people and not you know be able to make any shots. And then the kid was banging layups all over. He the place. was, he was, <laughs> so he, he really warmed up. up. He yeah, really he warmed did. up. Last <laughs> thirty seconds up. of that one minute, he was he was knocking him down. Really, yeah, yeah really yeah. proud of the kid. He he's, he definitely showed up when he had to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're really looking forward to seeing Jarrell at all the at all as many games as he can come to this year. Uh, I don't know if he's able to travel. I don't know. There's a lot of logistics that go on there. But Jarrell, we're looking forward. Maybe you're listening to this podcast right now. Looking forward to seeing you at the home games. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, uh, Coach. Any final words before we let you go? No, I appreciate you guys having me. You know, look forward to the season, and um, you know, look forward to seeing everybody in the stands. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, that was head coach Jim Angles of the Columbia men's basketball team. The Lions begin the season, like we said, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, against Rutgers, who is receiving votes in the national poll, Leah. So wow. Yeah, should be a good one. It will. Well, that concludes the very first episode of season two of Morningside Hoops. 
I always love hearing from the coaches. I think that really sets the tone for the season. So I think so too, Aaliyah. I think it's really cool to uh, hear from both of them as we get ready to start the season. I think it's really cool that both teams are starting on the same night on the road against yeah. two like good opponents. Going to be like two kind of exciting games to keep track of and follow. Yeah, uh, I'll probably. While we're getting, re uh, it's gonna be hard for me because I'm gonna be with I work with the women's team directly, but mm -hmm. uh, I will be probably just keeping tabs on the men's score, and yeah. then uh, and then the women's game starts an hour late, an hour after the men's game wow. starts. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun though. It's gonna yeah. be an exciting night. Columbia basketball's back. Yeah, I'm so excited. Everyone knows I'm a big basketball fan. That's so. right. I'm excited. It'll be good. So, and I'm excited to be back here on this podcast morning. Clap more. Hoops. Clap about it. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways. Yes. Um, should be should be a lot of fun. I just it, it always surprises me how quickly basketball season sneaks up on us. Literally. When the academic year starts, because the academic mm -hmm. year starts and it's like August. And, September. you know, the soccers and the field hockey yeah. and football and cross country and who am I missing? Volleyball. Yeah. All kind of start their seasons. And we do these kind of welcome back posts. And then you're like, all right, basketball season's not for like another two and a half months. And then bang, here it is. Yeah. Time is flying. Yes. So it really yes. is. But it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thank you to our listeners for tuning in again. Um, and yeah, you know where to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts, that's where you can find us and refer us to a friend. Refer us to a friend. That's a good way to build an audience. It is. One by one. Yes. Brick by brick, Aaliyah. <laughs> brick, brick by brick. brick. <laughs> I think that's the mantra this year. Yeah. All right, let's go before we get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. That's a wrap, baby. All right. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed.